0: Hi guys wishing you all a very 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 happy new year this is my first life for 2020 and i have come up with something nice for you that is suitable for all of you and that's about grammatical accuracy over this webinar i'll tell you why that's important but before that let me all wish you like a great great year ahead may 2020 give all the scores you want may you get all the results your visas are done you go wherever you want to and may you uh, get a lot and lot and lot of success also thank you for a very great 2019 i think the entire 2019 we've done these live sessions these webinars and you guys have really given us amazing feedbacks and especially those of you who come back with your scores to us are my favorite i You I know it's i cannot i have immense gratitude for all of you and uh, thank you for supporting us thank you for all this and uh, it is really amazing to conduct these sessions especially when you get a certain amount of response or when you really uh, you know get that appreciation so thank you so much for all of that and wishing you again like a very happy new year continuing the same i hope we come up with better topics i hope we come up with better content for this year so this year i am going to try indulge a lot of different things that is always a problem for you guys let's do that let's focus on that so today's topic is grammatical range and accuracy that is gra now see why is it important see first faq a lot of students when they come to study is that um, we are not good in grammar, uh, You know? do you think we can like score marks in ILTS, how important grammar is for ILTS. A lot of students have this query and um, I have to tell you a few things about it. Firstly, uh, let me tell you grammar is important, it's very important because two of your components are judged with the help of band descriptors, that is your speaking and writing obviously. And that is one place where... Um, occupies both of them so what really happens is 25% of your marks technically depend on grammar in both writing and speaking of course grammatical flips grammatical accuracy also creates a very good um, you know impact on the understanding like you know you might be wrong incorrect in your grammar and what really happens is you want to say something but you end up saying something different or the examiner ends up understanding something different because you know you might just not write properly so it's very very important for you to you know be uh, proper with that uh, always tell my students please make your way strong please get this correct because if you don't it's not going to work ahead uh, The first is very important for you to understand the grammatical range is very different from grammatical accuracy right these are two extremely different concepts we're talking about i think in the previous to uh, last to last uh, live session i covered the grammatical range portion where i had explained what are simple sentences what are compound sentences what are complex sentences i guess we did that really well most of you even posted your comments and you know told me about it so it's a good thing Today what we are going to do is accuracy, now see grammatical accuracy is a very broad concept. Still I uh, will tell you what all it contains, Like what all you have to work on, articles, punctuation, tenses, subject verb agreement, so these are the things that are majorly focused, that you have to majorly focus on. So today I am not covering um, you know a lot of it but I am covering a very important topic. One is uh, when to use the word the because RTS is genuinely very very you know I can say concerned about the use of articles second thing what I am going to take you through is the quantifiers and those mistakes that we make in our uh, normal writing the mistake that I genuinely come across have created this webinar like I can say it's common errors that what we get. The third is definitely going to be subject to our agreement the one in which everybody messes up i mean i check a paper and i'm like oh there is not a paper in even fluent native english speakers tend to mess around with these because there are few rules that you'll have to understand so i'm going to take you through all of this but yeah before we start before we start uh, the session one thing i want to tell you is please keep a book and pen in hand because if you have a book and pen in hand you'll be able to take down the notes then and then you'll be able to you know understand this because it's grammar like watching it is not going to make a difference you will have to practice it you will have to implement it and then get your scores so this is very important so please focus on that right uh, let me take you to the band descriptor table let's see how it's important so let's go through this <coughs> take a glance at the difference between seven so i've just given you this because i want you to obviously target somewhere around seven. Now see this. If in for an eight band, what do you want? For eight eight band, we want uh, basically wide range of structures. That's your simple, compound, complex. The one that I had conducted. Uh, majority of the sentences are error-free and make occasional errors and inappropriate. Now what do these errors? Uh, so the same thing is uh, basically. Uh, For the speaking grammar so that's what I said you know your basics uh, grammar constitutes 25% of your marks Which is also you know have which also has an impact on the understanding portion Which also has an understanding of the coherence portion, so it's very important. Okay, that is so um, So you have to really work on it All right Um, Talking about a few things here that if you've attended the session You can always put your doubts in the comment box, I'll be happy to reply you. In case you have any doubt in the middle, please post it in the comment box, I can keep checking. In case I miss out on your comment during the session, after the session I'll surely get back to you on this. Right? Uh, Let's begin. Let's begin with the use of the. Now see, basically articles are a, and the. Right? I'll explain you the basic rule and then let's go for the major rules. So what is about a, and the? It's a very simple thing. I use a for something which is very, I use a. Something which is singular, which is something random. So for example, I am saying a girl is coming. That means a random girl is coming. I am not referring to a specific girl. But when I am referring to the girl is coming, I am referring to somebody. I know somebody. I am talking about specifically. Right. So this is the difference. Obviously when I am using plural, I can't use a. Uh, uh, I have to use it. A uh is only used for singular. So let's understand the basic difference between a, uh, an and the. A uh and an so er is used for consonants and A to z obviously and um, an is used for vowels a e i o u okay a consonants and vowels there are certain vowels like obviously honest which begins with there are certain words like honest which begin with an h and still use an a because it makes the sound of uh, a e i o u again so that you really have to uh, take care few words are there so just go through it and again it's used for something random, something not specific. Okay. Also, it is used for only things I can count. Basically, anything I can give sign a number to can get O and N. So I can say yeah, this is a bottle. But I can't say this is a water inside. I have to say that the water is you know cold. So something like that. So you'll have to work really hard on it. Okay. The next is the the is obviously used for something which is very specific. It can be used for both countable and uncountable nouns. Right. Let's go to this, please have a glance at this guys. So when to use the, now when there is only one of something, so that time you can always use the, like for example the queen, the moon, the sun, okay, so the government, the population of India, so whenever there is one of something, you tend to use the, when the person knows what the other person is talking about. For example, I have already given you the reference of it. I am going to a post office and I am meeting you at the post office. So this is a difference here. What's the difference? Um, when I say I am meeting you at a post office, I refer to a random post office I am going to. But when I say I am going to meet you at the post office, I am referring to something very specific. Okay? So that's something that you really have to make sure. Alright. moving on uh, with the superlatives obviously the best, the worst uh, the comparative and superlative degree the superlative always has a the because it is one of a kind again adjectives connected to people the young, the old, unemployed but not necessary always if I am saying old people I don't need the again with nationalities okay. so British, the Chinese Americans, Australians Okay, the Canadians, the Italians, the Thais, so that way with particular places like the Sheraton, the old museums, the British Museum, Indian Ocean, Mediterranean Sea. So, with particular places, you do refer to the. For example, I'm going to the Hilton, we do say that, right? So, uh, use of the, there is a whole comprehensive list where you can use it. you will easily find it online please refer to it. So remember in the basic day to day conversation obviously or when your ILTS essays you will require the for something which is very specific when you want to mention something specific like the example I gave you. I am going to a post office. It refers to I am going to a random post office but when I say I am going to the post office I am telling you that I am talking about a specific post office here right so that's like a very major difference you will have to make that okay now i want to take you to a few things in which you can't use the there are also few rules where you don't have to use it so let's go there okay speaking generally so that's what i'm saying uh, you have to make sure that uh, whenever you talk something very general something very generic you don't need to use the like for example, uh, I like flowers, I don't like noise, because it's general, I'm not referring to specific flowers, I'm not referring to specific noise, right? Uh, read the other examples. Okay see there's a difference given like when I'm saying I like flowers I mean any random flowers in general but when I'm saying the flowers over there look nice that means I'm referring to some particular power uh, you know flowers that I am referring to so that way again the same thing crime is an increase the crime rate is increasing again I'm referring to something specific Particular countries like England, Ireland, France, China, Japan, uh, India in that case, we don't need the. Unions need the the. Continents do not need the. Cities do not need the. Mountains like uh, there are three mountains, Everest, Fuji, Keto, they don't need the. Okay. So these are the few rules when to not use the. So I am not going to focus much on the use of articles today because my main subject area is quantifiers and subject verb agreement today. But before that I wanted to give you a little kick start to it, a little bit understanding to it. Again let me explain you three things, a, an and the, a and an is used for anything which is countable, anything which is singular, a is used for a to z except for vowels, an is used for vowels, right. Uh, it's used when I am referring to something very generic, okay. Uh, the is used to used for when I am referring very specific things when I know something which is given reference before. Also, the is used when I am, you know, using a superlative degree when anything is one of its kind. So, these are few basic rules that I want you to remember regarding a and the. Right, guys, moving on. Let's move on to quantifiers, countable nouns and uncountable nouns in that case. Let's go to this. Right. What are countable nouns and uncountable nouns? Let's just study first what are countable nouns and what are uncountable nouns. Anything that I can count on my fingertips, anything that I can say 1, 2, 3, 4 naturally become countable nouns. So a bottle is a countable noun, a pen is a countable noun. What is an uncountable noun? An uncountable noun on the other hand is something that I cannot count. <clears throat> something that I cannot assign a number to. For example, ink, water, flour, air, music, right? I cannot assign a number to it. So that naturally tends to become an uncountable noun. So see, countable nouns are again basically categorized into two parts so one is singular other is plural right singular is one plural is many so that can be done with countable nouns because i can assign them a number like book books right uh, page pages but no ink, inks cannot happen so inks is an uncountable noun anything that you cannot directly assign a quantity becomes an uncountable noun. so what about stars think Think and post a comment, think about it. What do you think about stars? Are stars countable or stars uncountable? Right. I believe stars are countable. I'll tell you why. I can say that the three stars form a hunter's belt. So when I'm talking like that, I'm referring to one, two, three. I'm giving them a number. Stars are not uncountable. Stars are countable. No doubt stars are infinite. We don't know how many stars are there in the galaxy, but I can count stars. I can say 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. So anything that I can assign a number to is a countable noun. Hence, stars is a countable noun. Right, let's go through this. See, here's a list of some uncountable nouns and you will figure out that all of this I am not able to assign a title. Right, now see uh, we have progress, we have money, we have information, we have education, we have climate, traffic. Okay, now see when the noun is uncountable it is not possible to use many you, All. a and N and, and you can't give to an uncountable noun reason because see these are all quantifiers which use for something I can count. Like I can say I have many books but I cannot say I have many ink. I have to say I have a lot of ink. Okay. So when I'm talking about quantifiers there are few quantifiers which are assigned specifically to countable nouns specifically to uncountable nouns as I said you can't say I have a water I can't say I have a pollution there's a lot of pollution in the air I have to say a lot of I can't say there is many pollution in the air right so this really works okay so in the next uh, thing I'm going to give you many exercise to solve I want you to solve that and I'll give you the answers for it So first take a book pen and solve it. I'm giving you around 2 minutes to solve it. Once you're done with it, we'll actually uh, check the answers then. Okay. Okay, let's do the first one. These days there are much problems with the environment, a government needs to do something about a problem. See there are a lot of errors in this sentence, there are three errors. First thing I can't say much problems, I have to say a lot of problems. So these days there are a lot of problems with the environment. I can't say a government because it's only one, so hopefully I am going to say it's The government needs to do something and I can't say about a problem because I am already referring to something plural so I can say about problems. So see this. Let me repeat the correct sentence for you. These days there are many problems with the environment. The government needs to do something about the problems. Getting it? So this is the way to write this. Second thing. The crime is a growing issue in modern societies because of an unemployment. Now see again the use of articles is incorrect here. Like I can say I don't need the. Crime I am referring to something in general. I am not referring to something particular. So I am going to say crime is a growing issue in modern societies because of unemployment i uncountable uh, unemployment is an uncountable noun i cannot add a or an there so let me repeat the sentence again for you the crime is a growing issue in modern societies because of unemployment okay <clears throat> third one Eating many fast food is unhealthy and leads to the obesity. Now here there are problems with the quantifier as well as this problem with the article. Now here you can simply write Eating a lot of fast food is unhealthy and leads to obesity. Right? Because again the obesity is not making sense. here. The fourth thing Due to recent economic problems, many young people can't find a job. So now see, uh, here again I feel that there is a problem when it comes to the articles. So the correct sentence is going to be due to recent economic problems or due to the recent economic problems. Because again I am referring to something specific. So due to the recent economic problems many people can find jobs okay so that is something you will have to work on fifth traffic fumes in modern cities causes health problems for children and the elderly now here is a little trick in this sentence uh, there's an error with the subject verb agreement so it's going to be traffic fumes in the modern cities cause health problems for the children and elderly. I asked my friend for some advices about the best way to pass a exam. So now are again uh, there is an error when it comes to singular plurals. So it's going to be I asked my friend for some advice about the best way to pass the exam why the exam? Because I am referring to something specific. Let's go for the seventh one. Many progress has been made in a research into cancer. Again, many progress is an error You have to say a lot of progress has been made in the research for cancer. Right? Or In research for cancer without A. Without the A there, you have to write it okay the media has a responsibility to report honest facts on the news the media has responsibility to report honest facts on news so now this is technically a little correct sentence not many you know errors in there now see this was about articles and this was about quantifiers this was a little test that i wanted you to take because I'll tell you honestly, we native speakers, we speak fluently sometimes. What happens with minor things like, for example, the for the superlative degree, the for something specific, we tend to avoid and that is not really a great thing, you know, you've got to lose marks in it, which is not at all nice. So, hence, this was a bit necessary for me to go through. The next portion is something which is very, very, very important please understand this well. If you have a single doubt in any of the concepts I am trying to explain you, please put it in the comment box, I will definitely explain it to you. In case you are watching this video later on, you can ping us on iltstutorials.online and you can join our telegram group. You can refer to this webinar and ask the queries, I will definitely answer you on telegram group. I am an active member there, this, it's iltstutorials.online and you can definitely go there. So this is something and also if you want you can post a comment on the YouTube or even later on on this Facebook page you can post comment in case you don't understand, right? So uh, let me go through what subject verb agreement is. Now see when I talk about subject verb agreement, I'm referring to a concept, the basic line, the basic rule, the basic fund of subject verb agreement is a single subject takes a single verb, a plural subject takes a plural verb. As simple as that. So now for this you have to understand what a single subject is. You have to understand what a single verb is. You have to understand what a plural subject is. You have to understand what a plural verb is. Let me go through that with you first. Now see single subject is basically anything which is singular. So a pin is a single subject. Right? A pronoun like he, she, it is a single subject. Here I am talking about uh, a group of people so when I am talking about a collective noun it's a single subject, when I am talking about something plural here I am talking about uncountable as well, plurals as well, right, so these are all plurals and there are a few rules that we will go through it apart from that. What about singular verbs, when it comes to singular verbs we have is, was, uh, has and does and for the base verbs, it's runs, walks, talks with an S. So in the singular verb, there's an S. It's like the opposite of noun, Right? Same way for the plural, it's are, were, have, do, run, talk. So in the plural verb, there's no S. So it's like a vice versa for nouns and verbs. You'll have to take care. Right? So let's go through samples. Let's go through basically what I'm going to know is there are few rules that you have to understand. You might just know the basic rule that Ram walks and Ram and Shyam walk. It's very basic. Ram is tall. Ram and Shyam are tall. That's very basic. I'm very sure you guys are good with that. But there are a few rules that are a little bit more advanced, that are a little bit more in depth, which you have to understand. So let's go through it. As I said, the first rule of subject of agreement says that the subject and the verb should agree in number please go through it the words in purple are the verbs the dog growls when he is hungry the dogs growl when he is hungry the dog is singular the verb growls is singular the dogs is plural the verb growl is again singular plural the teacher writes on the blackboard, The child plays on the norms. So if it's children it's going to be play. The teachers write, the children play. Go through this one more time please. So it's the same example I told you that Ram is talking. Ram and Shyam are talking. Ram walks Raman work. work That is the basic rule. Subject and verb must agree in number. That is the singular subject takes the singular verb. The plural subject takes the plural verb. Please understand what singular verbs are. Please understand what plural verbs are. Let's go ahead. The second rule. Okay. Now this states that this is very important. Uh, these are the words in which there is either neither like see each uh, sorry in this there is singular uh, singular verb i'm so sorry each either neither everyone no one somebody nobody okay you always use a singular verb with this so even if i'm saying each of the boys is ready every boy is none of the two experiments was each of these procedures has procedures if it would be alone procedures have its own advantages but each of the procedures has its own disadvantages see these are the list of words in which you have to actually write your uh, singular verbs so see if I am talking boys are naughty okay all the boys are naughty that makes sense that is correct because none of the above mentioned words were there but each of the boys is naughty because when i use the word each i am using to everyone specifically right Uh, again with the same thing applies to every every one of you has to take care so it is i am referring to one person here that is again very important for you okay So just go through this rule one more time. Okay, the next rule is if the connectors like with, together, along with, addition to, except, besides, not, no less than, like, are used, then the verb should agree with the subject mentioned first. Now, see this. Uh, whenever you want to assign a subject, a verb to a subject, it's very important to understand what the subject is. So, see this. When I'm using the first sentence, the President of India, together with his personal secretaries, is invited. Now, why it is going to be is invited? Because my main subject is President of India, right? My main subject is not his personal secretaries. My main subject is President of India. Hence, it's going to be is. Okay. Second one. All the secretaries together with the president are coming for the meeting. Because we are going to say all the secretaries. All the secretaries is your, uh, you know, again the subject here, which is plural. Hence my verb is plural. President is no longer the subject here. See, that's the next one. Actress along with the manager and some friends. Now see, there are three people here. Actress, manager and friends. But my main subject is actress. Actress is singular. So the verb I have used is singular. Is. Getting it? Go for the next one. Mr. Manoj accompanied by his wife and children is arriving. So again the same thing. My subject is Mr. Sanoj. So hence my verb is singular. That's is. Next one all the family members except for ram are going to the party so my subject is not ram my subject is all the family members so my answer is going to be are because family members is obviously plural and the verb which i'm going to assign to it is going to be plural please go through this one more time and please make a list of all these words make sure you write it down and you don't just take a picture, trust me writing it down is going to have a much much better effect and much much better impact on you okay, let's go for the next rule Now see, when the former words were used in the previous slide uh, along with together, we considered the subject which was first, right? In uh, In this set of words, we are going to consider the subject which is closest to the verb, which is generally the second subject, that's going to be either or, neither nor, but also or okay when these words are used with nouns the verb is used according to sex in subject or it is used with the verb which is the closest one so not only Rajesh but also his sisters were arrested okay so sisters is the second verb it's plural so it's going to be word had it been his sisters and uh, not only his sisters but also Rajesh that's going to be Was why was because again Rajesh then is plural, right? Not only her books but also her watch was stolen. Now see the first subject is plural, the second is singular. But obviously I'm going to focus on the second subject and assign a verb accordingly. So that's going to be was. Either you or I am am guilty. Again, I am guilty. I'm going to consider the second verb. Neither men or women like this film Both of them are plural So again the verb is plural Either my teacher or parents are to blame So teacher is singular Parents are plural Parents is the second one Hence the verb assigned is the second Is the plural Go for this Go through this Right. So this is the difference between the above. Uh, this is the difference here, that when you have words like together with, along with, combined with, you consider the first subject. When you have verbs like either or neither nor or, but also you consider the second verb. So these are the difference. Hence, when the uh, some rules, you know, you have to remember. It tends to be slightly difficult. So that's why in the beginning I had uh, you know told you that please take a pen pencil and keep noting down these minor things uh, so that you don't forget it and you can definitely implement it let's go ahead with the next rule be careful of that one Uh, the next rule says now see this is very uh, interesting none can take either a singular verb or a plural verb depending on the noun that follows it now see none of the counterfeit money has been found because counterfeit money is that and none of the students have finished so when it comes to none you don't have to worry depending on the subject you can assign it for neither not either or you have to worry but when the you know word none is there you don't have to worry you have to assign this normally like a singular subject would take a singular verb the plural subject is going to take a plural verb that's the difference between every and none so now see the last rule is very interesting, you know there are these minor rules that we uh, don't know, so none of the people are coming, none of, uh, you know. none of you is coming, so something like that. Okay, what's the difference between a number and the number? So the expression the number is followed by a singular verb, but a number is followed by a plural verb, so the number of people we need to hire is 13 and number of people have written so it's vice versa when it comes to the is singular or uh, is plural so uh, this was what i was talking about the number of rules that you had to require so again let's brush up what we've learned in this entire session first thing we went through a and in the where we realised that the is used for some specific things where it is not to be used, the is used specifically when I'm talking about something that's one of a kind, when I'm referring to something, when I'm talking about a particular place that's assigned the, there are certain countries that require those, so you have to be careful with that. Second thing that we're going to talk about, the second thing that we spoke about was quantifiers, like you can't use many, few, for uncountable nouns, you have to use a lot of it, like a lot of information in that ways. Uh, the third that we really spoke about was subject-verb agreement let's brush up the rules of subject-verb agreement quickly So the first rule said that a singular subject takes a singular verb, a plural subject is going to take a plural verb, right? Uh, the second rule was about each-every, so whenever we use each-every you obviously go about with a singular verb, right? so that list of words the third rule was about the combination, so when the together with, combined with, along with, beside, um, you know, all these words are used, you actually consider the first subject, whereas it is different in the case of either or neither or not. Then we came across a rule for none of the, where it doesn't matter, you just assign a subject according to the verb. And obviously the last rule, the number, a number, that was the difference, the number singular, a number is plural. So this is what we really have to understand. These are the main important. There are a lot of rules for subject group agreement. These are the ones I identified as important because what honestly I believe is grammar is not something like you can go extremely in depth. It's not needed. Understand the basic rules. And Rather, it's not, you know, about how deeply you understand the theory of it. It's really important how, you know, you implement it practically. How you're gaining your marks with it. Before I wind up the session, I already told you that you have any doubts in this. Please post us on Telegram. If you join rtstutorials.online, you'll definitely get it. There are a lot of mock tests there. You can practice it before going. Also, we have our own writing application app that's called Tutorials Writing. You can, download, uh, you can download that application from the Play Store. It's easily available. And let me know the reviews for it. Today's webinar, if you find useful, as usual, please like, share, subscribe, send it to your friends, it might just help, it might, you know, at least even if it's helping somebody, it's worth to be done. And again, wishing you all the very best for all your exams in 2020. May this year give you a lot of of success and thank you, keep supporting us, keep helping us. For any more doubts, you can log on to ILTS Tutorials. We are always there to help you in any way, you want assistance, you want writing correction, you want 1 to 1 tuition, you want group sessions, you want webinars, you want mock tests, evaluations, whatever you want it's there, some services are paid, some are complimentary, please do avail them, please let us know how you felt about it, if you have any review, any feedback to give us, we are more than happy to get to. Thank you so much and uh, I shall see you next Saturday with some important topic. Before I go, if there is any other topic that you want me to take up, if there is any other topic you want me to explain, please, you can always post it in the comment box. I'll surely make sure that I cover that topic in the upcoming weeks. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Have a great, great week ahead. All the best for exams, the ones for appearing on the 18th. Uh, Practice hard. Any doubts, please let us know. Thank you so much. Have a great day ahead.